What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. I'm still laughing from uh, an Impractical Joker's YouTube rabbit hole that Adam threw me down. You threw me down, dude. You were like, I'm going to send you these links. You're going to watch them, and then I'm going to send you more links. And the next thing I know, uh, you had me down that rabbit hole for uh, my afternoon. How was your day? <laughs> uh Busy, you know, little radio show, uh, writing. Uh, so, radio yeah. show, writing. You yeah. worked. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be watching some impractical jokers after this podcast. There's a new episode tonight at 10 p.m. So, I will watch that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could watch those again and again. It's just so funny. Uh, and especially if you haven't seen it, uh, you know, I love when people haven't seen it and they watch it and hearing their reaction. It's just you would think like I'm making money off this or I'm part of them. But, you know, when you become a big fan of something, it's the same thing with sports, right? You become a big fan of your team or something yep. like you you want people to share in that. You know, it's always great when you have friends that and you guys root for the same team. You go to a big playoff game. I, I kind of feel that way about like shows or something I'm passionate about it. And, uh Impractical Jokers is definitely something. I'm just not disappointed. I'm I'm probably one of those people who never get in on the ground floor of anything. Like even Seinfeld, I was a big fan of Seinfeld. I never watched it when it was live on air. Like I found out after. Same thing with Impractical Jokers. I don't think I must have been watching it. It's amazing. I have to like go back to like girlfriends to figure out what year because <laughs> I would amazing? watch it. How we I would how we mark with, time? Yeah, I would watch it with my girlfriend. So I'm trying to think. I went to Bermuda. What year is that? 2018, was it? Was it that year? I think so. So I've been watching it for at least three years now, maybe four. Um, but yeah, my friend upstairs uh, got me into it. One day, he's like, oh, you should watch this. I was like, ah, what is this? Sat down, watched it, and I was hooked. I was like, oh my goodness, this is freaking great. And I just came home, went to True TV, DVR, because they replay a lot, DVR and everything, went back to watch as many as I could, and yeah, just a diehard fan now, and I'm uh, lucky that I did get to see them in person. I think two years ago, uh, they were filming a season finale. It was a Christmas season finale, and they were filming it in October. So it was kind of weird in Staten Island, and I found out, got the tickets, and went. Um, but I still want to see their comedy tour. They uh, they obviously have not done it now due to the pandemic, but uh, they do do like some stand-up tours, uh, and they're always in the area, but... Yeah, I always like putting people onto stuff. I mean, you did it for me with Shit's Creek. You know, I watch that show because of you. So, you know, that's what we do. We recommend stuff to each other. But, yeah, if you like comedy and jokes, man, I don't see how you don't like Impractical Jokers. I just don't. Um, I really – I don't I don't get that either. My, You know, it's so funny. My wife, she'll watch a little bit of it with me now. But when she first started, it would just – it would make her, like, super tense. Like super tense. There was, um, you know, when they do the um, when they do the stuff in the restaurants. Yeah, oh, like that always several. makes her nervous. You know, it's so funny, man, because <laughs> I watched one. We, we'll talk sports, I promise. Yeah, we we'll will talk sports. <laughs> but, so they did one where Joe's punishment was at Heartland Brewery in in New York, um, and it was the one in the Times Square. It was the Chop House one, but. Which I actually, I, you know, I ran a couple of times when I was, you know, managing for the company. So I actually, you know, so when he, when he was doing that one there, but like that kind of shit there, like that, that's what my, my wife gets all tense because she feels for like the people who aren't in on the joke, 
right. who are like sitting there, like having dinner or something like that, or you know, whatever. And it's just, um, yeah. So she did you see little... the one where Sal had the goggles on? No, I think it was at a BBQs in Times Square. He had goggles on, and he couldn't. The goggles didn't allow you to see correctly, so he's like placing. <laughs> Dude, it was bad, bro. Oh, 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 he was the waiter. And he was like pouring water and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Joe, Joe is also a waiter, and he had to hop through tables. He had to test each table. Some of them would break. Yeah, that was the that was the Heartland Brewery one. Was that the Heart? Okay, yeah, that, that was, was the Heartland that was Brewery crazy, one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I mean, imagine that. So that that made her tense, but you know, it's amazing how certain people react like that, right? Because I heard people say that, like, "Oh yeah, it's so tense." I'm like, I don't feel that way. I don't know. I laugh. I find oh, it I, dude, I'm like pissing in my pants. It was it was hysterical. It, was, it is. I love it too. I love it too. Um, you know what? That's what we need. That's what we, we need. That we need that reach, Adam, where we can like. Call up like Joe and Sal and invite them on the podcast. Oh, dude, I'm, kind of man, I remember one one. You know how Sirius XM always gets like celebrities coming through. Obviously not now, but yeah, yeah. And they'll say, "Hey, the the producers will say, hey, you know, here's the list. Anyone you're interested in? Yeah. And they were on that list. And Ani was like, "Do you want? I'm like, yeah, bro, give me any of them. And it never happens. We should, so, try find, we should find a way to reach out. We we definitely should call a PR department. That would be. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely would love, love to have any of them on the show. It just would be phenomenal. Love to sit and talk to them. I, what I want to, you know, I I gotta, you know, I, I gotta. I, I, when we do it, let's tell them like I'm like sick, like I've got some terminal disease, and and one of my dying wishes was to ask the impractical jokers for a favor. And then that favor is like you being a guest on the show. And then they come on and be like, oh, we're just kidding. Gotcha. No, <laughs> just no, like no, you do no, to no, everyone no. else. We'll just, I'll, listen, I'll, listen, I'll, I'll oh, you'll die. play the part? <laughs> I want to watch the episode and then I'll kick over and die. And then there you go. I'll take it for the team. Yeah, you, you, you and death, bro. You just don't stop. Well, because what really deep down I want to know is I want to know is what is your big fear? Like if you were you said this yesterday, you were like, ah, I don't know if I could do it because. No. no, I'm saying I would do it. But my one worry is, well, remember, they're four close friends from high school, so they know a lot about each other. So right. those ultimate punishments, you can't say no or you're done from the show. So for me, it would be like roller coasters, mice. Those are two things that I kind oh, of fear. Mice are horrible for me. Yeah. So could you, I, you, I mean, I don't know. Would they tie me down and put mice on me like they did the cats with Sal or the spiders with Q? I mean, that's kind of uh, mice crawling on me. Ugh, that's disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. You can't do that. I don't think they could do that. Put you on a roller coaster, though. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. That would be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you said that you were talking about like your your biggest fears, and I was like, wow, what are what are Adam Ronis's biggest fears? Like, how can I like? And of course, I don't know, man. Maybe it's like because you know my my sister is so much younger than me that I never got to do like the big brother pick on a little brother kind of thing. So I'm like immediately trying to figure out ways to torment you. I don't know why. Great. I just want you to know something to look forward to. Something I'll keep to that look in mind. For. 
So what's up, dude? Ten games NBA today. Um, I looked through your uh, your props, your best bets. Um, dude, what's how much does this NBA suck? Like Luca was is out. Who else? Somebody else was out. Porzingis. Both guys Porzingis on, front, on Dallas, what, man. What? Because they needed rest. Um, uh, I think Porzingis might have been. I mean, he hasn't really played back to backs because he's coming off the knee injury. And Luca, they said, was, I think, an ankle, but I don't know, man. And the thing is, Dallas doesn't have the luxury to to rest these guys, man. I mean, they're fighting. You know, they've just gone on a ridiculous streak here um, to get back in things. But they're saying it was a right ankle for Luca. I guess it's – I don't think it's fake. Um, before the All-Star break, they set him out, I think, two to back. That was definitely sitting out. But I don't think this was – I mean, we'll find out. They said he's not going to miss much time. but um, And Porzingis hasn't really played many back-to-backs. Uh, and he's he's had issues with injuries, so I kind of understand that. But, yeah, it's terrible because it was all, like, last minute. And and they're, and they're getting smoked right now. I mean, the Thunder are a team that have played way better than I thought. I, I Oh, yeah, I think I might have taken the under on their wins. They're 15 and 21. Like they're they played way better. This was supposed to be a complete rebuild. They got rid of everyone and they've been very competitive. And Dallas is losing right now, 35 to 18 uh, towards the end of the first quarter. So I don't know why they thought, OK, yeah, we'll, we'll win this game. So I guess the Luca ankle issue, there might be something to it again. I don't know for sure, but they're saying ankle. I don't know, man. I talked to uh, to Impemba and to Grande, both of them who were on, you know, it was like the playbook and the live stream, and Grande joined us on the uh, on the Sirius XM show. And you know, immediately I'm like, man, it's like it's the you just had the all-star break. Like you just had the all-star break. How could there be this many issues, you know, this many issues like leading right up to lineup block again? Um, absolutely brutal. Brutal. So we found out later that John Wall is out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know, man. I mean, this is your basketball is your favorite game, isn't it? No. Now is baseball your number one? Mm, for fantasy or real life? You know, let's, how about we go both? Fantasy, what's your favorite sport? Hmm. Probably baseball. Okay. And in real life? Baseball and football. Oh, okay. What the hell are you doing so much basketball work for? All right. I'll stop. You want to do some baseball? What do you want to do for baseball nah. this year? <laughs> nah. What do you mean, nah? Uh, what do you mean, nah what? You said st- you want me to stop basketball? Well, we'll wean you off. We'll wean you off. We'll bring you into the baseball world. I want you to enjoy doing what you're doing. I don't want you to have to stress out about the fucking NBA all the time. Ah, man. Like, at least in baseball, you get the lineups, like, you know, earlier in the day. You don't have to deal with, like, the late scratch. Even in COVID, you're not dealing with late scratches. Yeah, the only good thing is if a player gets scratched and you have a player prop, it's void. So, but it's the problem is when you're taking a side or a total. But it's crazy, man, because I, it's when you, Things look so easy. You just go, you stay away. Like today, Hornets were favored by four and a half. I'm like, oh, the Hornets are going to crush the Pistons. Pistons are terrible. And I'm like, nah, don't do it. Glad I didn't. Hornets win by three. 
Yeah, you you had said that on yesterday's podcast when I was like preview some of these games. What do you think? Uh, and you said that you know everybody's going to be on the Hornets because of that. And they were the Pistons are awful. Yeah, and when you know one side is like ninety percent of the money, you know, all right, time to worry, especially <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> Um, I think it came down to a last-second shot, too, to win, um, to win by three. I think it was tied late, so uh, glad I didn't give that one out. Sick. What'd you give out today? Toronto, Atlanta, over 225, and there's 197 with 716 left, so should go over. Uh, Clippers, Warriors, under 231. That one tips off at 10 p.m. Eastern. One player prop hit so far, Jalen Brown, over three and a half assists. He has four. He's been always going over that. But uh, then it looks like uh, Kemba Walker, over 19 and a half. He has nine. And James Harden, over three and a half threes. He's got one with 1035 left. He's only taken 10 shots. I don't know what happened. Like he, was, he had an open three, and then he passes it to Joe Harris. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Shoot the three. Damn. So we'll see. It's a five point game with 10 minutes left. So he could still get there. Has this been your most difficult year as far as basketball? Like you're killing it. But like from everything that we've talked about, the research and the late, you know, the late changes and stuff like that, has this been your, your most difficult year doing NBA? Um, probably. I mean, it's just time consuming to to try and figure out what you like, you know, you're trying to go through things, look through stats, look at the different books. Cause you know, the numbers could be different. Sometimes you'll have a prop where you get plus odds on one book and then it's minus one ten. My, and you know, obviously they move up too as throughout the day as people are, are playing them. So, um, and then there's some days where you like, you know, you want to play a prop, but you just don't know who's in the lineup, who's out and you kind of have to stay away or the numbers are even out on the books because they don't know yet. So, yeah, there's a lot of challenges that go into it, especially when you have such a, a big slate. You know, like I was looking at John Wall today. Right. And imagine I spent that time doing all the research, write it up. And, oh, yeah, he's out now. It's like, really? I did all that stuff and you're not even playing? Like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine how fucking frustrating it gets, man. It really... It really does. Like I've never, I've never had to deal with it. You know, like I deal with, you know, game time decision stuff for football, right? I mean, but I mean, it's not, it's not even remotely as as crazy as as NBA is. Yeah, it really is, and that's why I try to, you know, wait to the late afternoon to to get out the best info. And you know, sometimes sometimes you get a disadvantage of that because maybe earlier in the morning you get better juice numbers, but at the same time you. You want to have the information because there will be a situations where if you do better early in the morning, it helps you or you'll get screwed. You know, it's happened to me. There was a couple of times I placed a bet the night before and then I wake up the next day and I got the the worst juice. I'm like, what? What happened? Wait, my, I got, I thought I was oh, minus 110. Not bad. Then I check and it's now plus 100. Wait, what happened? Like, hey. what? So that's the thing. Sometimes you get the advantage. Sometimes you don't. So I'd rather just wait it out. Get the most information, get a even if the prop number goes up a point, you know, say maybe you were on over 20 and a half points and then you wait and it goes up another point because people are betting it up. You know what? I mean, you just want to make sure that you're putting a good one out there. 
Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I wish you nothing but the best. You got a, a number of uh, different ones to to sweat out. Um, before we go any further here, uh, as always, I'd love to give a shout out to our sponsor because, well, that's what pays the bills here, right? Sponsors, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site. You got to be playing on. Here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A N T E U P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, so... You know, listen, aside from NBA, like this is like a, a, a nice, a, a ridiculously fun time for sports for me. You know, it's like spring training is, is always great. We're about to start catching some of the uh, the NFL free agent frenzy that's going to uh, that's going to hit. Um, I, you know, I'm not an NBA guy, but I do love the March Madness. Are you a March Madness guy at all? Yeah, you are. How, yeah, are you, like, look- how are you for college sports? Because you grew up in New York also, like in an area where college sports don't really take the forefront. Although I guess when you and I were kind of growing up, well, more me, it was a lot of St. John's versus Georgetown. You had Villanova winning in the 80s. So you had the Big East basketball for college. Um, did you have a team? Were you into uh, college hoops at all? Yeah, I'm into it. Not crazy like others kind of more casual and i think even this year is probably i have not really watched a lot of college basketball this year because i'm just watching so much nba but i'll watch the tournament obviously oh wow that's next week Jeez, oh man and then friday (laughs) and then friday i'll be in new york city for the nfbc so i'll miss a lot of the friday action unfortunately um but yeah i do like it i watch it uh i i was a fan of syracuse only because that's where i wanted to go to school um, for their communication program. And I did get accepted, but I decided, nah, I don't want to take these loans. Thank goodness. I'm glad I didn't. Hey, you just don't pay them back. You know what? After yeah. a while, you just say, fuck it. I'm not going to pay. Them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't pay another dollar. I can't afford it. Um, all right. So, all right. Sy- Syracuse, Jim Beheim. That was a good time. You know, again, I, I, wow, was that like the Ronnie Cycli days? Well, they had a couple good teams. They had a John Wallace team that did well. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. 
Okay. All right. Well, wageralarm.com where, you know, we contribute and uh, support part of Fantasy Alarm as well. Big brackets, uh, whole thing going on uh, over there. You go to wageralarm.com slash brackets. Uh, and we've got like a, a cheat sheet. All the, you know, everything's, you know, like the top 30 teams are written up right now and some some programs to watch, dark horses, this and that. Uh, and then after selection Sunday, boom, it all gets like the full update, full PDF. You download it right there and you've got everything uh, at your fingertips. So just wanted to throw that out there because, again, you know, like this was the time where I, we'd be in New York for Tout Wars right now, actually. Right. I mean, it's like when the tournament goes on, Tout Wars is usually happening and we're all in that. You're going to be doing the NFBC stuff. So it's a busy time, man. It's a busy time. It really is, man. I love it. I do. I do. I got to start writing more, though. Where do I find the time, Adam? Where do I find the time? It is very difficult, for sure. Because um, uh, baseball starts, what, uh, three weeks from today? Right? Uh-huh. Is, it, is it? Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't feel like it, but. We'll be here. Wow. We'll be setting lineups in three weeks. It's amazing, right? I mean, listen, I just did the um, the Roto Baller friends and family mock draft. And, you know, and I've done, you know, all these drafts. I'm like super amped up for this. Like, I'm, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm so happy that I don't like the NBA. I mean, it's, it's definitely infringing on the time I was hoping to keep dedicating to the NHL because I've definitely gotten a lot more back into hockey. But, uh, you know, it's like baseball, baseball, baseball for me. I just want to like – and like having to sit there and talk about off-season football, I was like, ah, shit, man. I don't want to do fucking rankings right now for football. I haven't even watched baseball yet. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like I understand there are people that only do football and year-round for them. But, I mean, really? I mean, come on. Like – I, I guess there are some people that do best ball drafts now. I can't. I'll, I'll worry about that in May and June for football. I, I need a break from it. You know, again, when you do multiple sports, like you, you do need some time away from it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know. You know. But you know what drives me nuts, and I'll, and I'll say this. And listen, I love, I love our industry, and I love how eager everybody is, and you know, a lot of people want to just kind of keep churning out content, which I love, but. I don't give a shit what Etienne's 40 da- yard dash time was. I don't need to see the video. I-, I know he's fast. He fucking better be fast. Everybody in the NFL is fast. 350 pound linemen are fast. All right. And that's just, that's bottom line. So to like sit there and like make big stories and make things up about how amazing that was and blah, blah, blah. Like that's what kind of now I'm like, ah. Eh. This is where you're really you're you're fishing. You're fishing for content right now because you know I don't give a shit. Show me what he looks like running behind his blocker. Show me what he looks like uh, after he gets hit. I don't give a shit how fast he is. That doesn't it it honestly doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. I mean, it is people just trying to come up with storylines, and again, it's people who just only do football, and you know, good for them. They're digging in deep, but you know. Um, I still win championships uh, while doing other sports, so it can be done. Um, and, and sometimes maybe you overanalyze things a little bit too much when you're doing it all year long, right? Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. I just couldn't imagine 
just doing one sport being football like all year round. I mean, it's just, I just don't see it. You're just sitting idle right now. I mean, yeah, you can like sit there and talk about who's going to be in the draft and, you know, oh, this would be great if this team did that and this team did this. But the bottom line is, is that you, know, like you can you can sit there and speculate all you want. But, you know, are are you getting the info? Like, that's one of the, you know, a, a huge bonus to, to working with Jim Bowden. Right. Is that the shit that he's saying is coming right from the GM's mouths, right from the manager's mouths. You know, like that's. Like, there's no speculation there. Like, I can't imagine sitting there just like, you know, trying to figure out, well, maybe the system that they're going to run in this offense is here and maybe that'll help and they could use a running back. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter until they're there. It doesn't matter until, you know, till the, the, the player is drafted, the coaches are there and... They're like, okay, now we can embark on our season. Like uh, this stuff here, this dead period. Oh, I'd, I'd go nuts, dude, if I were only co- co- you know writing football. And people guessing, oh, well, where's this free agent gonna land? I don't know. Tell me when he lands, and then I'll land on him. Like, I just, I don't know. I, that doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> like, there's real sports going on right now. Like actual games that we can bet on, we can watch, and, I, and you're spending time speculating on where this free agent can land. I don't know. Hey, whatever, whatever makes people happy. That just doesn't do it for me. I got, listen, I got into that with program director, Matt Deutsch. I was like, dude, listen, I get it. Football, 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 football drives the bus. I said, but you know, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll carry a football segment at some point. We'll talk about news on a random day, but dude, there's so much. I was like, I, I gotta, you know, a website that that you know I'm running here that's killing it in NBA and NHL and and fucking esports right now. Like that's you know that's what what people want to see. It's what people want to hear. They want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about where well, are these guys going to go. Let's be honest, okay? Most people are not listening for football right now. And even if you do one segment, do you really think they're going to go, oh, they're talking football this segment. I'm going to turn it on. No, they're tuned out, bro. They're not coming back for a while. If they only do football, they're not coming back till maybe that they'll tune in for the NFL draft coverage. And then nope. they're coming back in, in July. Like, let, be on, let's be honest. I mean, really. It's <laughs> uh, my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. I got to do. I don't think you're stuff. wrong. Like, I'm, I don't think so either. You know, listen, we, we get obviously regulars. From the show, then there are some people who only play fantasy football, but still, you know, still listen to the show, you know, for the for the bits and the gimmicks and the you know stuff like that. Knowing that we will drop a little bit of football talk in there because obviously, I mean, you know, football. What it's like eighty five percent of our industry's revenue. It's crazy like that, right? It's really it's mind blowing, mind blowing, but. So I don't mind catering to them, but damn, man, I can't, I can't do it for, I couldn't do a two hour show on just football right now. That would, yeah, it was, uh, (laughs) I mean, geez, I had to do something like that a few weeks ago when I did the morning show. Fortunately, we did mix in some baseball and basketball and it was a three hour show. It's rough, bro. That was the one that you and Lisa Ann did. Yeah, man. At first, I was like, damn, why did I say yes to this? I don't want to talk football. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sometimes you just want to collect the paycheck, right? Sometimes, Sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, you know. And I was see. like, ah, oh, working with Lisa Ann, I love that. So, yeah, sure, why not? We'll get through this. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll make it work. Oh, shit. So, I see anything? For, what's it? No, I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said something. Um, have you have you watched any spring training today? A little bit, yeah. So Degrom was lights out. Cole was lights out. Vlad hit uh, like three balls hard. Freddie Peralta lighting it up. Took him in tout wars round twenty seven. Um, yeah. Um, so saw a little bit highlights and stuff. Why is there anything that stood out or something I missed? No, 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 no. I watched Jesus Lazardo throw today. Yeah. That was extremely impressive. Degrom, you see, Degrom threw a ninety-four mile an hour changeup. Like, what's up with this this mass? Like, there's an uptick in velocity here across the board. He's not human, bro. Does it make you nervous that he's overthrowing right now? Nah, because he was doing this last year too. Oof. He's had a couple of scares over the last couple of years. It's like, oh, his elbow. And everyone's like, oh, no, here we go. And then uh, he came back, uh, no problem. So he had Tommy John surgery already. I mean, he could have it again just because he didn't have it. But, you know, he had it when he was younger because he was a shortstop. That's the one thing I don't know if a lot of people realize. He was a shortstop in college. He doesn't have the wear and tear of a typical pitching arm of a guy his age compared to others. You know, he's 32, but he really hasn't thrown as many innings as some other guys his age. I um I have the the sixth pick overall in the uh, in the barf draft, and I'm I'm like I'm dying. I, I so badly want him to fall to me because I haven't I haven't taken him. I haven't had any drafts yet where uh, where I can take him. Every time I'm picking now, I've been picking at the uh, like tenth, eleventh, twelfth in that range there. Or you know, it's like okay, you get you're you're picking. You know, I didn't even get to. I was in the NBC draft yesterday, and I was gonna. I had the fourth pick overall. I was gonna take Degrom, and he actually went second. Yeah, I have. I have in at least two leagues. Remember that draft champions league we discussed on here? I took him number one overall. You took him number one overall, yeah. And I took him in labor, spending forty five dollars. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, obviously, I got Tout Wars AL. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny the the group that we're uh, that we're drafting with. I have to. Where is this? There we go. Let's see who's right in front of me. Oh yeah, there's zero chance I get him. Zero chance. Uh, Dalton Del Don is going to pick uh, first. Guaranteed, he's going to take Degrom. You think so? Yeah. Okay. You yeah. I, I just I just did a draft with him the other day, and he went three starting pitchers with his first three picks. And I was listening to him talk about it, and he's just like, "He's all I'm all in on the pitching this year. I'm all in the pitching." I could see him taking him right there, number one overall. That'd be a bummer. Would you go Colt if he lasted? Well, no, because I figure if oh one of the bats would drop. Yeah, you know, I mean, if if Degrom goes in that first five picks there before me, then I'm getting, I don't know, who am I getting? Am I getting Acuna? Am I getting Betts? Am I getting Trout? Am I getting Soto? Am I getting Tatis? It's like one of those guys. So I mean, I'm hoping that those guys end up doing that. But Enosaurus is the pick right before me, also. 
So I don't know if, you know, Eno would be like, yeah, of course I'm going to take DeGrom. Or if Eno would be like, you know, "Ah, I can build a a really solid pitching staff without worrying about that, without making that move. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm nervous, Adam. I'm I'm scared. You should be. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. When is this draft? This draft is Saturday, actually. This Saturday. Lo and behold, right? That's the uh, the Bay Area Rotisserie Fantasy League. Barf. And, you know, they actually, they did. Apparently, there are, they turned it into like a, a like an, an overall, there are like two or three more regions that they did. One is like, there's one in like New Jersey area. I mean, no, nobody, nobody reached out to you? No. Does that make you sad? No. Okay, just checking. I don't, listen, I have. I, this was the first I heard of it. And I heard that there was an overall. I was like, wait a minute. What, what, now there's an overall? It kind of changes the way I, you know, I might draft a little wait, bit. Wait, I thought there was no money in this league. <clears throat> there is no money in this league. <laughs> and you guys are playing an overall too? Like, okay. I guess, uh, I guess like there are a couple of places, you know, who like saw us do this. You know, because this league's been around for a few years. 2016 was our first year. So we've been doing this for five years. And, you know, everybody, you know, the the people who are in it are very, you know, Twitter friendly with it. You know, you got Matty Wood. You got Justin Mason, Sammy Reed, uh, Bathflip Crazy's in here, Casey Bubba. Uh, he's out here, Eno Saris, Dalton Del Don. So, you know, a lot of people know the uh, know the the group, and they see them talking. So they ended up like, you know, forming their own like local industry league, and now put it into some like uh, overall. That's what I heard. Okay. Yeah, it just seems weird having an overall if there's no money on the line. I agree. Just keep why why just keep the league separate then? I don't know. What do I know? Um, I don't know. What do you know? Apparently not much on that. Not a whole hell of a lot. Either way, gonna have some fun time there. Um, yeah, that's uh that's this this Saturday. Jesus, today's Thursday, right? We're recording. Yeah, fuck. I don't know where the time goes, Adam. I don't know where it goes. Flies by, man. It's been one year since they shut down the NBA. It's amazing, right? It's been one full year. Well, today, actually, today's the 11th. So today's Rudy Gobert Day, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Utah does not play today, so he's probably at home (laughs) celebrating. Oh, you already record with Justin? Yes. Did he did he rip on Rudy Gobert? No, he right? actually didn't. He did enough uh, for the few months after it happened. It was like every night. Every night he was roasting Rudy Gobert. Yes, it was crazy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah, it has been one year, which is like really, it's gotten crazy. It's like everything just. Uh, time means nothing to me. I have never, I never know what day it is, let alone what time it is. Oh well. And we also spring ahead this weekend. Oh shit! I just realized it like yesterday. Ah, uh, you just ruined my day. 
<laughs> ruined my whole day. What what's that on uh, on Saturday night? Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ruined my day. Well, all righty, dude. I got nothing else for you today. You got anything else for me? Uh, Raptors Hawks did go over, so at least we got that. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Mazel mazel. Um, all right. Well, folks, thanks so much for uh, staying tuned in. And, uh, yeah, I guess the next time we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do my barf draft analysis. I'll tell you how it all worked out. Does Howard get Jacob DeGrom with the number six overall pick? All that, that and more to come on the next episode of Annie Up. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.